Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, you got your host, Sherman Obed, back here once again. Obed, what's up with you, man? How's everything? How's your life? How's the world been treating you these days, you know? I've been living the dream, Sherman. Um, it is currently uh, spooky season, um, and it's been all kinds of frights and, uh, you know, very fall things going on. I haven't been in a, a hayride yet. I have not picked the pumpkin, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a whole bunch of candy. Dude, yeah, yeah. It is definitely the on that Halloween season. <laughs> you should pick pumpkins. Now, I'm not, I'm not with that, but I don't mind a little, <laughs> little, uh, a little haunted house action every once right? in a while. You right. know what I mean? I can I'm at the age now where I might hit somebody. I'm not going to lie. Dude, I'm not afraid dude, to be afraid. Dude, but if you pop I, out I, at me, I, I have to defend son, myself. I've been at that age, yo. I'll, I'll, catch, <laughs> I'll catch you a little, one, a little two-piece real quick. You know what I mean? Like, dude. You're like, too close, man. You're too close, bro. Back it up, man. Back it up. You're too close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because I'm, I'm talking in places, they got real life people popping out at you. Like, you can't, you can't be scaring black folk, black folk like that all the time, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, They want you to get your money's worth, right? Because you're charged like 50 60 bucks to go through this hayride but like you know what like then mm-hmm. uh, maybe i want to get the action maybe we'll just make this survivalist right like it's the, well, <laughs> yo, say you're the, the zombie i might have to bust your head yo word those, those, those things are kind of fun though yeah i ain't gonna front uh, yeah. uh, favorite halloween co- uh, candy before we get rolling favorite halloween candy oh my goodness oh um either laffy taffy or oh maybe maybe or maybe jolly ranchers Jolly Ranchers is good. I knew I stopped eating chocolate years back. So okay. back, but back in the day, it would be like or uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. That were those would okay. go to, or okay. even the little little mini um, what's it called? Um, kind of like the crunch, because like the crunch bars, but something similar to that. It wasn't the same thing, but I forgot the mini ones that Minzy was something like that. I forgot what the name of it was. What about was you? Hundred grand? Are you talking about hundred grand with the caramel no, in the middle? No, not the caramel. It was just it was okay. it was like a crunch bar with something else. I can't remember. What, what about you, real quick? Bro, I was all about all the other uh, chocolate with caramel in the middle. The hundred grands, the turtles. Um, if they if I saw the uh, the pumpkin shaped Reese's joints. Mm. those were fire they always tasted different like the the regular Reese's has its own flavor and when they do the hot holiday seasonals they have their own kind of je ne sais quoi mm. um and uh I definitely mess with uh the milk duds literally just rot your teeth out <laughs> <laughs> dude's going to the dentist every week yo oh my god it's okay <laughs> listen I'm a job creator yo <laughs> all right anyway all right Obed let's get into it let's start off with some NBA news um I know we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now uh, about Brooklyn Nets all-star point guard uh Kyrie Irving still being unvaccinated um now the Nets I've obviously have high hopes for this upcoming season being if they're at full strength well, they took a poll of all the GM. The GMs have actually picked with 72% of the GMs going with the Brooklyn Nets to win the title this upcoming season, followed by the Lakers at 17%, followed by the Bucks at 10%. Um, they even picked KD to win the MVP. Um, interestingly enough, I saw that um, after, after KD, I believe it was Luka Doncic um, got some votes for MVP. Um, mm-hmm. And but interestingly enough, LeBron got zero votes for MVP, which was I thought that was just wild that he got he got he got none. But um, but more so really on Kyrie's still unvaccinated status there. The Nets really just are not sure what they're gonna do with him. He's gonna potentially lose millions of dollars if he remains unvaccinated. Uh if this is the case, because remember, in New York, he has to be vaccinated to be indoors. So he can't practice with them when they're in New York. He can't play games. So he's going he's gonna to miss at least half of the game. So 41 games he will miss if he, if they, when they play in Brooklyn. 
what what's what's gonna go happen here really and i mean do they have a legitimate shot to win the title without Kyrie Irving? because remember if they if he if he doesn't get vaccinated the whole season he misses half the games let's say they make the playoffs he's not playing those home playoff games he's not playing those home playoff games and that's not what you brought him in to do to be a distraction and then to not be available um i don't know about just shutting him down outright it's a great player to not have at your disposal uh in your starting five but it's not like they couldn't just start james harden uh at the one um if james harden can stay healthy enough to play that role all year true true you know um and so yeah i don't know i don't know what you do in the sense that i mean hey silver lining maybe he'll just be extra fresh for every game he does actually play uh and you relish the away games it's, they say away games are hard to get so if they go and have like 41 and 0 on the road, you know, maybe he's done his part. I don't know, but I think this will work its way out. I don't know if he's really going to do this because this is wild. You need to go get that sh- the shot and just do your job. Dude, dude I mean, he they said he's going to lose for every game that he does not play. He will lose roughly $380,000 per it. game. He's good for it. Nike will pay that for him. Dude, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. He'll, so drop an- he'll drop another secret, another sneaker and just make that money. <laughs> Yeah, dropping another sneaker that he doesn't condone or doesn't like, doesn't endorse, so which is which is wild. Uh, <laughs> Got him, you know. But I, didn't I mean, tell them they can release it, <laughs> right? But I mean, without Kyrie, dude, I don't know. Um, for me, to win the finals, I mean, just speaking of, just looking at a finals matchup, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm going with because now that basketball is about to start up again, I'm gonna go with the Lakers and Nets if if they're both at full strength. If they're not at full strength from the Eastern Conference, I have to go Milwaukee again, especially like I said, if Kyrie is not able to play because he's gonna be hard headed and just not get vaccinated, I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Bucks out of the East and out of the West. I'm gonna stick with the Lakers. Again, being, of course, they're at, this is all, you know, looking at it at full capacity. If they're at full strength, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Uh, so I'm going to say Nets and Lakers. And probably, honestly, even though 72% of the, of the GMs picked the Nets, I'm going to pick the Lakers in this one. I think Russell Wilson being there now and Carmelo, they wants to get, especially Carmelo. LeBron wants to get a ring just for Carmelo at this point, I feel. Yeah. I think he wants to get a ring for Carmelo more so than he would for himself at this point, yeah. you know, because they're born yeah. so True. I'm going to I'm going to say the Lakers over the Nets in the finals again if the Nets will make it if Kyrie plays you know that's the thing that's just adding the the Lakers have reloaded to the extent that they have I could completely see them uh doing what they do like the only reason that we feel that we got the champion that we did this year is because the Lakers were injured right because Anthony Davis was injured um and while you know, I, I still feel like they are the engine that makes that uh, offense go, makes that team run, you know, retooling and having guys there, Russell Westbrook there with you. Um, you've got, you've got, uh, uh, you know, one of the deadliest shooters ever. I mean, he, I wish he could wear that powder blue from the Denver Nuggets one more time, but I, I do appreciate seeing Carmelo and Anthony play. Mm-hmm. Um, that I just, I think that they have a chance. I was honestly, I thought this could be a year we could see the return of, uh, of the Splash Brothers, at least to the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Um, I don't know if they could make it all the way up, uh, all the way to the championship, but I think they would have a chance. Uh, and I also yeah. like the Heat coming out of the East. Um, mm. Yeah, because, that's a good look. That's a good. You pick. know, like I just think if you're telling me that the big dog in Brooklyn Nets are going to be at half strength, I think this gives an opportunity for a team like the Heat to shake some things up. Now that they had a lay of the land, right? They benefited from having that one kind of. Well, we won't call it an off season, but nobody was really playing the way they could in the COVID season. Now we'll have a real season. Now you're going to have to come out here and play. You're not going to get a bunch of games off, and that's not going to help these teams with older players who need breaks, right? right that's not right. going to help the Lakers, mm-hmm. you know. So. 
Yeah, that revamped Heat team looks good. With cut, with they picked up uh, Kyle Lowry this offseason. You know what I mean? Uh, so that obviously is a big plus for them. Jimmy Butler's still there. They picked up PJ Tucker as well too. Bam Adebayo is coming up coming off a, good, a couple of good years back to back. So yeah, I think he he are definitely going to be a, a solid contender. Probably get to the second round of the playoffs. Um, you know what I mean? Um, like I said, out of the East, Boston will still be around. The Sixers will be around, although we know that whole mess, that whole team's a mess went out with the whole Ben Simmons situation. Yeah. But also out of the East, of course, you can't forget about the Clippers, you know, with, with Kawhi and PG. But yeah, you said the Splash Brothers, you know, the back, they should be back to full strength with the Golden State Warriors. So they could potentially be in the Western Conference Finals. But again, I'm going to go on record with the Lakers and Nets, with the Lakers winning it all. Are you are you picking the finals right now, Ben? Yeah, let me, I'll, I'll go. Man, I'll go Lakers Heat. Lakers the winner. Lakers and Heat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Lakers I have a feeling if we can get Carmelo Anthony into the Western Conference Finals, I think he's going to remind everyone he was that dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see how it turns out. Let's move along to the NFL recap, Obed, for week four. Um, first up, the New York Jets finally got a win over a very depleted Tennessee Titans team, though um, there was no Julio Jones. There was no A.J. Brown on this one. Derrick Henry did Derrick Henry things. You know, he ran the ball 33 times over 150 yards, but it just wasn't enough. This one went to overtime with the Jets getting the win late in there. Um, this is just, I mean, pretty much just kind of a luck just because the Titans were at full strength, Obed. Yeah, that's kind of what I think it, it, it ends up being. I mean, uh, who's it? Jeremy McNichols had. 19 targets i think something to that effect like that's he was there he was their best receiver you know oh, 12 like targets 12 targets 12 targets 12 targets um to eight receptions i mean that's ridiculous for for you know a backup running back um yeah it's it's indicative and they still you know came out Ryan Tannehill had uh 298 yards uh only one touchdown did run for a bunch of rush rush, rush for a bunch of yards but, but you're not the, gonna be able to win games like this but the fact that he threw the ball 49 times interesting and they gave the rock to henry henry carried it 33 times which yeah. to me that means that they just were on offense most of the game you know what i mean uh, their defense know? is terrible well their defense is trash it's so sad you know and, mike rabel's probably the and you and it, it's crazy to think about that. You're going against the Jets, who have a rookie QB who's been struggling, who's had more interceptions this year than touchdowns, and you let them actually do put put up numbers on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's sad. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. I mean, it's a, it's one thing to think that Mike Vrabel might right, be right. Yeah, might be the best defensive minded coach to come out from underneath Belichick, and he's got one of the worst defenses right now that's just slumming. They're giving up yards, they're giving up touchdowns. You just lost to a team that everybody would say, this is your cupcake, this is a get-right game. But, you know, I mean, is that right, really right. their fault? Is that the, again, Ryan Tannehill, 49 attempts. Derrick Henry, I don't know if this is sustainable for him to have 33 carries a game like this right now. Maybe you need to spread that work around. Um, but, you know, you're not going to be able to win if you don't have your top two wide receivers. You know, nobody's afraid of Josh Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's it's a hey, it happens. Jets got the win. Congratulations to them. But yeah, the Titans they needed to fix that defense for sure. Um, the other game on another game I want to look at Dallas uh, comes out cross as the winner over the Carolina Panthers in that one. They formerly unbeaten Carolina Panthers. Dallas offensively just looks like just like an offensive juggernaut at this point. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Prescott he didn't have a crazy game yardage wide. He threw four touchdowns, but he only threw for one eighty eight. But still, they put up 36 points. You know what I mean? So I think Dallas, I think, I think you, I'm sure you'd have to agree that Dallas has one of the best offenses in the league. 100%. I would agree. I mean, I think, you know, you look at this 188 
four touchdown game, uh, same performance that kind of mimics what James Winston did at week one on 185 yards and five touchdowns, right? Like if right, you're hyper efficient right. and you're able to get the ball out and you're able to hit those big plays, mm -hmm. well, you know, that's where all the work is going to go. It doesn't take a lot. And, and again, mind you, if we expected uh, Dak Prescott to have 300 plus yards of offense, we probably wouldn't have expected Ezekiel Elliott to have 143 yards. We probably right. wouldn't have expected Tony Pollard to have 67 yards. You know what I mean? Right, on the ground. Right, right. So, so, you know, things were a lot more balanced to the run in that they got 200 yards on the ground and almost 200 in the air, you know, 400 plus yards all around there is that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, and I got to say, even on the other side of the ball with uh, Sam Darnold, look how much better he he has become now with this Carolina team as a quarterback. I mean, he didn't get the win, you know, through two picks, but still 301 yards and two scores. Uh, I mean, he's been playing very, very good football this year so far. I got to say, you know, leaving the Jets, look what, it, look what it has done in his career just by leaving the Jets. <laughs> leaving Adam Gase. I know you saw that meme about Adam Gase that showed all of the places he used to coach after he left, they won mm -hmm. their championship all the way back to even a high school team that he was on their staff that he left and they won a championship. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Darnold is definitely is playing well. Carolina, like I said, they, this is without Christian McCaffrey in the lineup as well too. So until he comes back, it's going to be, it's going to be rough for them for a little bit. I, I expect um, another classic game this week. This was a great one. Arizona at Los Angeles. Arizona really flexed their strength in this one, showing that they're looking like they're the, they're the top dogs in the league. They're actually the only remaining unbeaten team in the NFL. Um, I think we we had both picked LA, but again, this goes back to the beginning of the year before the season started. I said, watch out for Arizona. That was my sleeper surprise team. Even though they finished at a 500 last year, I said it. Arizona can easily win between 10 to 12 games this year for sure. And I think Arizona is going to be a problem for some folks. Um, you know, Kyler Murray is probably looking like the front runner for MVP right now. Um, Chase Edmonds had a heck of a game over 120 yards on the ground, you know, didn't see too, too much from D from D hop, only four catches for 67 yards. But this, but does this game prove, because we all thought LA going to this one, they were the top team, in the league, myself included, does this show that Arizona is the best team in the International Football League, Obed? I don't know if it shows that specifically. I think it is adding to the to the canon, right? It's adding to the the fable of this this at least the first month of football that they could go to Tennessee and beat the Titans, who we thought would have a good defense, at least be competitive. They were not. Uh, they took the Titans. They took the Vikings on at home and beat them. Um, the Jaguars is a cupcake. Their first. They're probably their second real test of the year has been the Rams and they've done well to beat them. Um, I, I think that uh, they have a right to say that if they want to, it's a hard act to challenge when you're the only undefeated team left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but offensively they look really great. Yeah, they um, go four deep on wide receivers. It's kind of scary. Yeah, for sure. The Rams on the other side, you know, just we're just dominating. You know, I, I thought that Rams offense would be a little bit more powerful going against uh, this Carolina defense, to be honest. I mean, excuse me, this Arizona Cardinal defense, excuse me. Um, you know, and Cooper Cup was kind of held to a modest 64 yards. We've seen what he's done the past, th the, the first three weeks of the season. I expected more. You know, he's just been kind of on a tear, probably one of the top receivers in the league, especially in, e in fantasy as well, too. But Matt Stafford, 26, 26 out of 41, you know what I mean? Um, wasn't very efficient with the football. And this one had a QBR of just over 50. 
Um, but I mean, I think LA will definitely get it right. Sean McVay will kind of turn this around. I think this is just kind of one, one game here. I think LA is still a, a definite team to look at. Like I said, they're my pick to win it all. They've got Seattle coming up this week, followed by some easy cupcake games, as you would say, with the Giants, Lions, and Texans. So this is kind of a game, hey, you know, they fall, they fall off, but they, I think they'll bounce back for sure, right? Yeah, I actually think the Rams will be okay. Well, what I think this was a product of them overdoing their strength. Like, you know, I felt the same way about Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins when that was that, I don't know, that was 2018 and Adam Thielen had eight straight games of 100 yards and a touchdown. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, and this is before uh, Stefan Diggs has left the roster and Stefan Diggs was, wasn't getting any looks, you know, much like you look like the Panthers right now. DJ Moore is getting all the looks. They're not doing a lot for Robbie Anderson, even though he had 11 targets this past game, mm-hmm. uh, which was the same amount of targets in one game that he had had compared to the three games combined prior. So like, you know, if you overdo it and you, and they did throw 13 targets to Cooper Cup this game, no other pass catcher had more than six, right? So he got twice as many targets as everybody else. You're overdoing it, right? What some of their plays are like, you line up three verticals on the outside, you send two verticals and then you run Cooper Cup underneath the verticals, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is, you're creating a screen for him. Those are money plays for him. He 100% could take that across field uh, and catch somebody with speed and then be, you know, downfield in 20 yards. Right. But you keep doing that. What kind of tape are you putting out there? This was, this was, I think this is a game where he kind of wanted to, and I'm getting Errol Henderson first game back, maybe not 100% healthy, played well. Um, But, you know, I think, I think this was, this was a game that uh, McVay wanted to win a certain way Mm -hmm. and was unable to, but it's probably not upset that he didn't win that way. Yeah, like I said, it happens. Um, yeah. I think, like I said, LA will be fine. I don't expect them to kind of go on a slump. Like I said, even if they, even if let's say they come up short tomorrow night against Seattle, they've got three games right after that that could be easily, easy, uh, easily wins for them for sure. Hundred percent. Um, the probably the matchup of the week that was getting the most attention was Tom Brady's return to Foxborough with the Bucks um, at the Patriots Obed. I mean, I, I'm sure you've got a lot to say on this game as being a Patriots fan and being a Tom Brady fan. I'm just going to let kind of let you take this one here. What is your thoughts on the game? How did you think it played out? Even though the, the, we don't know the Bucs got the win 19 and 17, but how do you think it just really overall was the atmosphere and in the game itself? So, you know, I think it was it was a far too flowery pomp and circumstance. A lot of, a lot of you know, sounded like just bad blood that did not exist between uh, Brady and Belichick as you, you know, see by their comments after the game and their embrace after the game as well uh you know i i don't know about the bucks easing past them because that field goal uh kick doesn't doink on us you know i think we've got a patriots win uh but true true. but you know i think it was it definitely was a chess match and i'm actually going to try to go back and watch the all 22 of this because belichick spent a lot of time taking away what tom brady likes to do right seam routes right up the middle to the tight end which would have been gronk that wasn't there for cameron great you know wasn't there for oj howard uh there was just miscues with him and uh, antonio brown on a number of long plays where if antonio brown comes up with the ball it's a huge probably 200 yard game two touchdown game for him you know Mm -hmm. um uh overall i mean it was the bad weather it it was a grudge match it was some really hard attempts at uh, at running by New England, and I mean that as, as in they only had eight carries, and they just kind of sold out on the run to get to just stay throwing at a very bad Bucks defense. Um, I mean, 
if anything, 19 completions, a, a rookie uh, record for Mac Jones uh, in the fourth quarter. Great for him, you know, played well under fire, but wasn't asked to do a lot. Um, I think, uh, I think the 40, uh, 42, 42, excuse me, 40 attempts that he took because Jacoby Myers took a couple passes. Um, that was, that was big. That was good to show that he could be that precision passer, that pocket guy that Cam Newton probably was not ever going to be for them uh, and be able to make all the plays, you know, be competitive. They're going to lose a lot of games. This is, a, I think this is a, you know, uh, this is a 17 game season. This is a nine and eight team, mm, you know, maybe, right. yeah, maybe nobody would be surprised if they were like seven and 10, you know? Right. Um, right. But, you know, it's a promising start. And as ever, you know, Tom Brady in the history books, he's got his 32nd win. He's beat every, uh, every franchise every i think franchise. he yeah he joins uh brett Favre, brett Favre, and i think drew Brees Peyton, as well Peyton manning and mm-hmm. i believe drew Brees as well too yeah. yeah the only the only four quarterbacks in league yeah. history to beat all 32 nfl teams yeah i mean obviously this came down to the wire with the field goal of course um brady i mean this was a very is a very i guess anticlimactic kind of game where he's putting up all kinds of numbers though the weather the weather played a big part in that of course it was down yeah. pouring rain the yeah. entire time so you know Brady, balls were off a couple balls were slipped yeah right 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 there was only uh one touchdown on each side of the football you know or, yeah. or two for new england at one point you know but that was it brady didn't throw a touchdown at all um ronald jones ran in for one and that and the rest of it was just uh field goals you know for the, for the buccaneers you know so Obviously that that played that played a part into it. But yeah, but everything was overhyped. We know the Brady Belichick reunion, Brady going back to Foxwell. Unfortunately, Gronk wasn't able to play. His injuries yeah. might be more severe than we first thought. Is there yeah. has there been any update? Actually, that's another good point. I wanted to ask you, has there been any update on Gronk's injuries? I know if they were saying that he got some broken ribs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there is there an expected timeline for, for Gronk at this at this point, Obed? Uh, he'll probably likely miss another week. Um, we don't know specifically the the extent. I know that they said it was ribs, but I would be hard pressed to think that there might be some concern about his back, um, just from where the uh, the strike was. Now that's that's just my concern. He's had at least three back surgeries that I'm aware of. They might even be more. Um, yeah. uh, so you know that's kind of concern. But they're saying that he'll only be out. It's a rib injury that may have been a lung injury and he should only be out one more week, two more weeks. So we'll see. Yeah. They're got, they've, they're hosting the thing, the dolphins this weekend. Um, so Which I think they this, won't, won't need him to win. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's fine if he sits out this one. I mean, I think he got reminded when he took that big hit last in you know, the week, the week prior, I think it reminded him, you know what? That's the reason why I took a year off football, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the reason why he retired in general. Okay. Right, facts, dude. Facts. Yep, for sure. Um, the last matchup I wanted to discuss with you, Obey, was the Monday night matchup, the Raiders and the Chargers. Um, Raiders came up short against that one against LA, so they're no longer unbeaten. How for real are the Los Angeles Chargers to you, Obed? Because we all know Justin Herbert looks good. He looks like that good young rookie, that rookie on the uh, well, that rookie, second year uh, quarterback on the rise, potentially be a, a great QB in this league for years to come. But how legit at three and one, how legit do you think the Chargers can be? 
Uh, so I think the Chargers are a legit roster. I think they could, you know, get into the postseason and do something. I mean, they have a young, you know, fiery defense, a lot of great players over there. Um, Brandon Staley, defensive line head coach, who's bringing some of this talents over from the San Francisco 49ers. He worked with the Bosa there. The Bosa he's working with now seems to be doing pretty well as well. You know, might be some carryover. Uh, regard, uh, as far as them on the offensive side, Michael Lombardi has come in and given them an offense that Drew Brees was able to masterfully uh, utilize without an arm and still be competitive and still be a team that we looked at in the NFC to potentially uh, challenge for the uh, crown in the NFC and then go to the Super Bowl. Then what, three? I think they went to two straight NFC championship games, three, something like that. Can't recall. Um, I think it might be two. Yeah, one and two. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the idea that this kid who was thrown into the fire last year could now pick up Drew Brees' offense and they've converted Austin Eckler into what looks like Alvin Kamara um, they've got, um, uh, <laughs> wow. excuse me. Yeah. Right. Uh, they've, uh, also got, uh, Mike Williams playing insane. He only had one catch on four targets this type of game. I think they're trying to, yeah, him. that was a little off yeah. game for him. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, outside of that, uh, Michael Lombardi earlier said, hey, Mike Williams is going to be playing the X this year. In my offense, the X has sort of find, always found the ball. Um, so, you know, he's been true to form for that. These guys can play. The kid can throw. Um, he plays a clean game. I mean, he had, a, he had 222 yards, three touchdowns. You know, no interceptions. He had a clean he, kid takes care of the ball. You know, it's, yeah. it's uh, yeah. hard for that- me not to think they're real. Yeah, that's a big thing. Taking care of the football. He's only got he's only thrown three picks on the year thus far, um, you know, with, with compared to nine touchdowns. So, yeah, taking care of the football is obviously the most important aspect for the for the quarterback position. But, yeah, on the other side of the Raiders, you know, uh, we, I think we got a little bit hyped up on the Raiders for a little bit. We're, we're thinking has has John Gruden kind of right the ship, you know, he really or the ship in Philly figure this thing out. You know, again, this is just one game, you know, for a divisional opponent. You know, it's always going to be tough in that regard. So, um, you know, they got a matchup here coming up with, against the Bears, who could possibly give an easy way to follow by the Broncos. Might actually be another tough one. And the Eagles and the Giants might be easy ones there. But yeah, I think the Raiders would be okay. But yeah, but the Chargers, I think they will be a playoff, a wild card team in the playoffs for sure, given that, given that division is so tough. Um, but yeah, I think Herbert is a definitely high rising QB in this league. And Austin Eckler, like you said, like looking like an Alvin Kamara. That's a great comparison there, Obed. Yeah, he's look, he's looks, he looks good. Um, you know, he didn't. It's weird though. I, I found that interesting that he didn't have a single catch in this game. You know, he ran, but he ran the ball very well. I just thought that was very interesting. He didn't have a single catch. I mean, oh, yeah, uh, he, 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 he was, no, he, that, that oh, was Oh, you did. Yo, had, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. He was 320 for 28. He had a touchdown. Yeah, he was, he's doing like the, the double thing. He had 15 for 117 and a touchdown. He had uh, three for 28 and a touchdown. Yeah, you're right. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he didn't, I guess he, he didn't, he, he, he he usually receives it, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. gets more, gets he's more the catches. Scat guy, yeah. He right, right. Kind of like the Camara, that Darren yeah. Sproles type. Exactly. They gave him a lot of work on it. I think they even gave him a goal line carry, and a lot of times he doesn't get those because he's a smaller guy. And they said, "Screw it, throw him out there." Right, but yeah, I think Austin Eckler is a definite, you know, a legit, legit threat in that in that offense and one of the top players in the league. So yeah, I think the Chargers will be okay. Again, I think I expect a wild card appearance from the, from the Los Angeles Chargers this year. You know. 100%. Um, moving along, the NFL had updated has updated their power rankings, and I wanted to just get your your thought quickly on them, whether or not you agree with, let's say, or with anything, or more so disagree with anything, because my Buffalo Bills came out at number one, followed by the Arizona Cardinals at two, and the LA Rams at three. Any disagreements or agreement they were that were this within the whether it's the top five, top ten, and what do you think about the rankings so far? 
Um, I mean, I think these rankings are trash. Um, <laughs> tell, you know, tell them how you really feel, son. <laughs> just, just personally, just from the way that I feel. I mean, yeah, I get it. They believe the Bills to be the number one ranked team, and I, and I get where where they would say that. But who who did they beat? The Steelers are losers. The Dolphins are losers. The Washington Football Team are losers, and the Texans are losers. And they're probably going to go beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs have a very bad defense right now. I don't know if adding Josh, uh, Josh Gordon will do anything. Then they go and play the Titans, who are losers. Then they play the Dolphins again, who are losers. Then they play the Jaguars, who are losers. Then they play the Jets, who are losers. Then they play the Colts, who are losers. Then they play the Saints, who are losers. Then they play the Patriots, who are losers. And then they play the Bucks. So, no, I do not believe that the Bills are the best team in the NFL right now. If I had to pick one, I would pick the Arizona Cardinals. Um, just because they did just come off of beating, they've beaten two quality teams in the Vikings and in the, the Rams. So I will, I will give them that and say that they were number one. Um, and then I would probably so call it's, them. It's just a product of an easier schedule for Buffalo right now. You it's think? A, so Buffalo's not even playing as well as they should for how easy their schedule is. You know, you shouldn't they, have given they, up. They, they do. I mean, well, here's the thing. They do have, they do have two shutouts, um those far that's far the seasons the defense is playing a lot better i would say you know even albeit it won, last week's against the against the texans against davis mills <laughs> david Mill, yeah a couple weeks for that i'm pretty sure that i didn't then they injured tua and then brought jacoby Brissett into the game okay okay like, I, I get it yes the schedule they don't control but you know you don't you're not supposed to give up 21 to taylor heineke i'll tell you that much mm. that was a, that was a, an offense that understood how to do the things that they want to do and they did it to you Mm. And that should not have happened. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? So it okay. probably should have been 16 to the Steelers and then three shutouts. Right, right, right. You know, looking at the rankings, there's one thing I would definitely disagree that having the Ravens before the Cowboys at seven and eight, I respectively, I, I think the Cow- I think I, I think they need to put some respect on the Cowboys name because the Cowboys mm. offenses think is better than Baltimore. And I think their defense yeah. is playing a lot is playing great football shape. Tray- Trayvon Diggs is looking like a real all pro cornerback right now. Right. Who is of course the brother of Stefan Diggs out in Buffalo. But yeah, I mean, I would put, I would put Dallas above uh, Baltimore for sure. And matter of fact, I'd probably put Dallas above Cleveland. Cleveland's sitting at number six right now. Yeah. I think Cleveland's defense is better, but I, I think mm. I would put, I, I think I would put Dallas at number six, right behind Green Bay at five, and then then followed by Cleveland and and Baltimore um, there. But I'm surprised that uh, Dallas is not higher than eight. I, I would agree with you that uh, I was surprised that Dallas wasn't higher than eight. I also was surprised that the Denver Broncos were as low as they were at 14. I'm not saying that it's easy to make them a top 10 team. They have also only beaten losers, um, you know, but I have a feeling that that Ravens game would have been a chain game changer had there not been a concussed hair at Teddy Bridgewater. You know, I feel like they were in the driver's seat in that game. And had you not gotten knocked out of it, we might've seen them compete against this Ravens team that I feel like is suspect. Mm-hmm. There's an, there's no reason for them to have played that kind of game to the wire against the Detroit Lions and need someone to make a Hall of Fame kick mm-hmm. in order for them to leave Detroit with a W. Right, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, let's keep it going, Obed. Um, we talked about this guy, Link, last week, and you had some concern about his his career in Jacksonville. Jack Dwarf's head coach, Urban Meyer, got in some hot water this past week. Um, so apparently there's a video that was uh, circled where he was at a restaurant and there he was caught with 
a woman who was, I guess, dancing on him and kind of hanging out, whatever, doing whatever. You know, he you know, in the video, I think he kind of got caught with his hand with his hand on on, on her behind, you know. Chocolate. That's good, baby. <laughs> you know, I mean, dude, here's the thing, you know. Well, first of all, I'm gonna get to the the whole issue in a second, but the fact of the matter is that after the after the game against Cincinnati. The rest of the team flew back home to Jacksonville. Urban Meyer decided to stay in Ohio because he has family there. You know, of course, we know he was the coach of Ohio State. So he, he decided to say, you know what, team, go back. I'm your head coach, but I'm not going to go back with you after this loss and talk about the game and wrap up or whatever. Like He decides to stay in Ohio and hang out with his family at a restaurant, which is named after him and all that nonsense. But yet, so, and yet, and then he gets into something because people were asking him to take pictures and all this nonsense. So, before of course, we- he had to make sure he had his Ohio State stuff on, too. You know, you got to look fly when you go to the restaurant named after you. Right, right. So, okay, so that's a very good point, Obed. What is your take on him first, not even, not, not going back with the team to Jacksonville, first off, um, and then on the whole aspect of the video and everything like that is, is this more i guess my question is this a start of a pattern of issues for urban meyer in in jacksonville you know pattern is definitely the right word to use sherman it is is definitely there's some consistency you know there seems to be a lot of a lot of uh, activity even from the beginning where he walks in the door and tries to bring along one of his lackeys who is somebody who deserved to be canceled uh, because you can maybe get away with those things when you're working with children, but you cannot say that thing to grown men who are paid. Uh, and, and so, you know, he has to, it's what the one thing that killed me about that was that Urban Meyer, when challenged about this trainer, he was just like, oh, no, 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 I vouch for him. No, 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 the problem isn't that you know him. The problem is that he is this kind of person, but it seems like you would rather say, well, no, because I know him, that's okay. Like, that's not how that works. You then are disrespectful to vets on the team. DJ Chark, he just plays small. I thought he was a big guy. He's he's probably one of the people that teams the team looks up to and is like, we depend on him to make us successful. Like, why are you downing this guy? You know, running drills that people had never seen before, doing things at practice people had never seen before. Uh, he's on a very short leash out there. And this just, you know, you don't go back on the on the team charter. You know what I mean? Like that's that seems that very little, sketchy. That's yeah, sketchy. You're supposed to be now again, this is something we talk about off the air. I, we all assumed it was going to be a carnival. You know, that was without a doubt. It wasn't, I don't think it was going to be a tight ship. They have a terrible team, a bad roster. You know, they are starting from scratch. He's bringing in guys like Carlos Hyde to play a lot of time. Tells you where he's headed. Um, (laughs) But, you know, he chose to be the ringleader versus, or he chose to be, he chose not to be the ringleader. He wants to be the clown, right? He is a part of the sideshow now, getting caught with his fingers in the cookie jar, proverbially, you know, like one, I don't know. This young woman looked like she was half your age sitting between your legs. If I was in the club and you saw me standing next to the bar and a young woman is between my legs, what do you think? <laughs> you can order a drink without standing in between my legs, miss, unless I said that's cool. All right. Going in. <laughs> you know, and yeah, so, you know, I can understand how he got caught up, but you know, hey, this is when they tell you, you should just go home. This is what happens when you get it in, you get a little too much in your britches. Like I'm hanging mm-hmm. out with the guys. People mm-hmm. aren't watching. You just lost a game. 
you're not celebrating a victory. You just lost mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. And so your first decision is to go out and be seen publicly somewhere where you party, bro. If you need those kinds of things to have a good time, you're Urban Meyer. You can find it without being seen. Right, right dude. I mean, he's definitely going to be, like I said, looked at it more, more intensely, you know, um, uh, Jaguars owner Sean Khan came out, you know, and said, you know, this is definitely not the type of behavior. He's not condoning this, you know what I mean. So yeah. they're going to be looking at him, with, you know, with the way on, under a microscope for a while. I don't, I don't think his job's in jeopardy right now. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is a fireable offense. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, as far as on the field, they've got a terrible team, as you just said, Obed. They're not going to turn this thing around. They're going to be. I get rebuilding for a while now. You know what I mean? Oh, so that's yeah. why I say, yeah. I don't expect him to be like, if he does something, something else crazy, then yeah, he, he could lose his job. But I'm already, I already know he's going to lose his job. It's going to be <laughs> this season. It's going to be during the season. And oh, I expect wow. to see him on the sidelines in a USC Trojan sweatshirt later this year. Oh, got him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. We'll see how it I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong, <laughs> but I'm also not saying you're yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So we'll leave, we'll leave it there. Um, yeah. And last, and lastly, in other news, I uh, wanted to talk about Pittsburgh Steelers. I know we've been waiting for our guest, Chris, to come on this show. And I would love to, I would love to talk to him about his, his fabled Pittsburgh Steelers team where I, it was just in, just in dire straits right now. I don't oh know my where, goodness. They're just look, they just look, I mean, they're basically a blocked punt away from being 0 and 4. They, you know they I mean? will they will football you know I mean? for food they will football for food they're they down on their, their they're they're hard on their luck right now all right <laughs> uh, you know i mean like i said a blocked punt away from they should be zero and four you know what i mean um yeah. but this past week mike tomlin has straight up said that he still believes ben roethlisberger is the absolutely right quarterback for this team right now uh, I, i'm sorry i'm sorry no, go, go ahead i mean no, I, i'm sorry i'm sorry it's so bad it's so woeful they look terrible. I don't, I'm not saying they couldn't beat a high school team, but Ben Roethlisberger has done himself no favors. Ben Roethlisberger should have retired last year. The arm was gone then. It has, he didn't even spend time in the offseason to take care of it. I used to tell people he never took care of his body and all these hits and all this stuff was going to catch up with him. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, they did have Deontay Johnson uh, out there, but it still doesn't help. They have, they have a very solid roster on both sides of the ball. And they cannot utilize it because their quarterback is holding them back. Mm. It's just amazing that they are not even going to address it at all. Why haven't they picked up the phone and called Cam Newton? Because Dwayne Haskins probably gives them a better chance to win. Because uh, because Mason Rudolph probably gives them a better chance to win. They both understand the system. They would have to bring Cam in, teach him what to do, and then let him go out there and play. And he doesn't even have an arm that they need right now. He's inaccurate. They need accurate. They need big throws, right? You're not utilizing Chase Claypool. You have Mapletron. You need to be utilizing him. You have Deontay Johnson who can catch 15, 16 passes a game. You need to utilize. You have Juju Smith-Schuster who was on a tirade for two years straight before they put the clamp on him because of all his dancing on TikTok, right? Like <laughs> they have Najee Harris. They put a lot of money into that offense uh, in the draft capital that they used to draft him you know, throwing the ball to him 19 times, if I'm not mistaken, last game. That's the person that I think got 19 targets uh, last game. Um, it's, it's, it's deplorable. It's, it's, it's sad. They need to get somebody in there that can actually, like, make the offense go. Well, speaking of getting somebody in there, um, 
Packers QB Aaron Rodgers was recently on the Pat McAfee show, and he had a high praise for Mike Tomlin, um, saying that he loves Tomlin, the things about hers, good things about him. Now, of course, everyone was reading into this. Does it seem that there can be some sort of reunion? Uh, um, uh, I reunion? guess re, not a reunion, but I guess more of indication. Yeah, that they could possibly come together next year. Do you think that it's all possible that Aaron Rodgers leaves? Green Bay for Pittsburgh next season, no bad. Oh, heavens no. This man is ready to go <laughs> live out on a ranch somewhere in Colorado where it's super bougie and it's <laughs> rural and nice outside and it's still super liberal, you know. I don't I don't particularly think he wants to go get that Pitts. What, what am I what am I doing in Pittsburgh? Dream, I really drinking Iron City beer. What are we talking about here? <laughs> I'm not what for it to be frigidly cold all the time. I already did that. I, I just lived in. Green Bay, Minnesota, uh, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, for the last, you know, 15, 16 years. It's time to go find something that's a little more pleasant for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Dude, I'm not saying there's not a chance. Yeah. I'm just saying that would be very interesting, dude. I have a tight end in Pat Fryer move. I have three solid wide receivers. I might have another one coming up after that we don't even know about yet. Mm-hmm. I've got a great running back that can catch passes. If they invest in that offensive line so I don't get killed like Ben did, maybe. But I think up to Ravens, uh, not the Ravens, Denver's got the same exact thing, you know, and I can only imagine how far his passes will fly uh, in that thin air out there. Dude, it would be real, real interesting. That Teddy Bridgewater uh, looks like a really good quarterback at them home games, huh? That ball just got some zip on it that it never had before, huh? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, man, let's keep it moving. Oh, bad. Let's get into our next segment, which, of course, is You Right, You Mad. I'm gonna, the first one's going to be for you as a Patriots fan, oh, bad. Now, well, it was said, noted that this morning that the Patriots were releasing Stephon, cornerback Stephon Gilbert, but now has it's been come out that they actually have traded Stephon Gilmore to the Carolina Panthers. So now that I say that, yes. with the release or trade, whatever, what have you, of Stephon Gilmore, the Patriots are officially in rebuild mode instead of win-now mode. Sherman, you mad. That same team that we saw last night go or excuse me uh, on monday on sunday night go toe-to-toe with the buccaneers played their hearts out played very well they are a young fighty group obviously we've seen um the last few games that they've had they've they've you know they've absolutely under underwhelmed you know i'm not gonna blow any smoke on anybody for that but you know they have a good core nucleus that they can grow with i wouldn't say that they're in full rebuild mode because they've already spent a ton of money you know, when you're in full rebuild mode, I feel like you're 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 shipping off dead weight. Uh, you know, the only reason that they're then why tr- then why get rid of your all pro cornerback? Um, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think uh, Bill wanted to do right by Stefan Gilmore. I think Bill had a change of heart after losing to Tom that like maybe I need to show my vets a little more respect than things that I've done in the past. They were in a dispute. He wanted a new contract. He has a very large contract that he's already tied to, I think like $18 million or something like that. Oh. Um, and so, you know, by releasing them, by releasing him, they're not going to be responsible for, they, they, uh, they're not responsible for that 18 million. He is then, uh, they're not, they don't get the cap hit of like seven and a half million and he's free to go find another job. I think everybody wins, right? The only reason that he got traded to Carolina is because they were lower in the waiver priority for the actual league. So they traded for him that pick so that they could get his rights. Okay. 
You know so what I mean? I mean, yeah. I, mean th- I think this helps Carolina tremendously. hundred percent. Oh my I think, goodness. I think Christian McCaffrey may be coming back for this weekend's game, but yeah, I mean, this is a team, you know, who definitely can use that corner. I think JC Horn, uh, their number one overall, their, their, their number one uh, pick from last, from this year's draft, the Panthers mm-hmm. is out. He's on injured reserve. So yeah, yeah. this 100% helps the Carolina defense, yep. um, you know, a lot. So I mean, I think they only gave up what a you said a six what is it six round pick for Field Six Gilmore? round pick, six round pick six for round a thirty one year old guy on pup. But when he's available, he's one of the best corners in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. Yep, yep, absolutely. Go ahead, Obed. Next to you, the next one's up mm. on you. Pardon me, pardon me. Trying to trying to get a little swig here. Sherman, <laughs> you right, you mad. The Texans will play QB Deshaun Watson to avoid a horrific season. Obed, you right. I'm, I know they've come out and said that they will not play him at all, but I think they will. I mean, they are having, they are probably the arguably the worst team in all of football right now, but I can't see them just, you know, I, to me, I don't, I can't see them just say, you know what, screw it, let's just go 0 and 17 and not even play this guy. I get it. It would be a PR. No, they, I mean, they have one win. They, they, have, they have one win. They beat the Jaguars in, in week one, but I mean, maybe they get two wins this year without him. I mean, you've got to, as a, do you want to purposely lose? Because that's what pretty much you're doing. You're pretty much losing every, you're pretty much almost guaranteed to lose every single game or betting it or being bet against to lose every single game. You know what I mean? Um, I get it. It would be a PR nightmare just from the whole off the field issues. But I think that if that gets worked out, because remember, no official charges have been brought against Deshaun Watson. You know yeah. what I mean? It's all these, all the allegations right now. And, you know, their suits have been filed, but like I said, no official, he's that has not been the charge with anything. Now, you know, that division is bad. You know, you got a Jacksonville 0 and 4 and that who the team they beat in the week one, Indianapolis at one and three and Tennessee sitting at two and two. But I think at some point I would say maybe around week 13, maybe even, maybe even week, maybe actually I'll take that back. Maybe even a week 10 or 11. I think at some point they do let Deshaun Watson play just to kind of save face, if you will, um, and let him play. If he, I think if he lasts that long on that roster, potentially, I just don't see them taking the chance and very much are weird. Listen, we're about to start breast cancer awareness. You know mm. what I mean? The last thing you're going to do is put that guy out on the field. Yeah, so like they're going to hide his face. And listen, we're talking about the Houston Texans. I'm familiar with H-Town in that I have heard is a very uh, uh, southern, hardy roots, mildly conservative place um, that maybe they definitely don't want to see somebody like him playing for their football team. Okay, all right. All right, we'll see how it goes. Um, And last up, Obed, uh, quarterback, uh, Justin Fields will have a better season than QB Trey Lance as rookies. Sherman, you're right. You know, I think I think Justin Fields, while he does have a, a terrible head coach, um, you know, he's got a good <laughs> defense. He's got he's got legs. He's got accuracy. You know, now that uh, Bill Lazor is calling the plays, it seems like they're playing to his strengths more with more design runs, more big plays, uh, throws downfield. Um, and, you know, you hear the things coming out of uh, out of uh, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and him saying that, hey, nobody was prepared for Trey to play. You know, I don't trust him. He, he looked good for a QB, you know, a, a QB2, right? A backup QB. Like, uh, I don't think the, the plan was to have him come out there. They don't, they don't really trust him too much. He had like 156 yards, I, I believe. And, you know, 76 of that was on a busted play. Uh, touchdown that went to Debo Samuel, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and so, you know, I think that they they think he could be great later on in the year, but Justin Fields, I think, could play right now, play in big spots, be able to make things happen. And, you know, he looked he look good on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Get the I, win. Like I said, I, I know Justin Fields, I think Justin Fields will be a pro premier QB in this league, but he's going to have some struggles. And Trey Lance in, in San Francisco, I think he's going to take some time to figure it out because remember he only had one real season in college with he's kind of they're going going off of so that's why it's going to be a little bit more of a struggle for Trey Lance. Let's get into week five picks. Obed, um, week four we did okay. We both went eleven and five. So let's get it right into it. Um, don't want to keep this show going too much longer. I'm sure everyone's got some families and things to go back to. <laughs> so let's uh, yeah, keep it going. Right. Um, first up Thursday night football: Los Angeles Rams at Seattle Seahawks. I'm going to go with Los Angeles here. They're coming off that loss as we mentioned before to Arizona I think they write the ship here and get back on track let's go LA yeah I'm going LA I think Seattle's gonna be without Chris Carson as well oh okay that's gonna be a tough one the Jets at the Falcons uh I'm gonna just gonna go to Atlanta I think Atlanta just has a high more of a high powered offense than the Jets was but this is gonna be a bad game I don't think many people outside of Atlanta and New York will be watching this one but Falcons 100%. It's unfortunate this is going to be somebody game of the week. Um, I think that there might be points scored on both sides because they're both bad defenses, um, but I'm going to go Atlanta. Green Bay at Cincinnati. Easy one here. Aaron Rodgers, that bad, man. Go Packers. Go Packers. Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota, another another easy victory. It will, should be an easy victory. They did lose week one to Cincinnati. Detroit, 0-4, I believe. So, yeah, Vikings all the way. Yeah, it's going to be a Minnesota. They're going to have this is a good opportunity for them to have a get right game, but I feel like Detroit is forcing people to play. So that's been kind of fun to see. Gotcha. Uh, Denver at Pittsburgh. I was actually struggling with this one. You know, um, I was I was saying I was back and forth. I was like, should I pick Pittsburgh? Should I pick Denver? But eventually I think I'm going to go Pittsburgh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Denver came out with this victory. Actually, you know what? If Teddy Bridgewater does not play, it will be Pittsburgh. That's the key. That is the key right there. I'm not sure. We're not sure if Teddy Bridgewater has he been ruled out officially. He did not practice today. He did not practice practice. today. And if I if he doesn't practice tomorrow, I don't think he's going to play because I've never heard somebody two days. Uh, one day of practice and then they get cleared on Saturday before Sunday. I'd have really yeah, heard. especially with her, with, her, with her concussion. concussion yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bridgewater doesn't play, then Pittsburgh all the way for sure on this one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Miami at Tampa Bay, we talked about it before, the Battle of the Sunshine State. Uh, Tampa Bay, easy one for them, especially with Jacoby Brissett uh, at the helm for the Dolphins. Oh, my goodness, 100%. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett doesn't really give them a lot of dynamism that they were getting to. Uh, this is definitely going to be a Tampa Bay role. New Orleans at Washington. Uh, I'm going to go New Orleans. You know, Washington supposed to have a better defense you know, than, than most in the league. They've been kind of struggling, but I'm going to go New Orleans. Man, Washington has had no defense uh, compared <laughs> to the rest of the league. Uh, I'm going to go New Orleans. They started to show me a little something, but New Orleans is just, oh, they're bad too. Yep, Philadelphia at Carolina. We just talked about them quite a bit. If Christian McCaffrey's back in the lineup, and if Stephon Gilmore in there, if he's able to play, I don't actually. I don't think he's is he off the PUP list as of yet. Is he eligible? I don't think so. Okay, but I think if they get Christian McCaffrey back, that's going to be trouble. And Philadelphia is looking rough, so I'm going to go Carolina. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go Carolina as well. I mean, and listen, if I don't know if stuff Colin Gilmore is going to play, if they can call, write up some plays for him where he can just go out there and be on an island, perhaps, I don't know. I actually, I think he's still on Pup IR. I don't think he, he, he has like two more weeks before he comes off. Oh, so. okay, okay. Yeah, so I think these are just Carolina and Phil as he is. I'm going to go Carolina. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tennessee at Jacksonville, we talked about it in our terrible AFC South matchup, but Tennessee, Jacksonville's a bad, bad team. Tennessee all the way. I'm so concerned that this is about to be a Jacksonville win Ooh. because Tennessee, look, well, if, if AJ Brown, well, I was gonna say if Brown and, and Leo Jones are not there, then Ooh. Jacksonville has a chance to, I'm, I'm serious. It's crazy. Jacksonville, listen, I've been talking a lot of negativity about Trevor Lawrence. He played very well this past weekend against yeah. Cincinnati. He played well. He dueled. This he is dueled. not, this is not Trevor Lawrence's fault at all. Being on four. This is just a product. You have bad teammates. There's nobody, you have nobody on this team. This is a, it's a carnival. It's yeah. a carnival. Yeah. So yeah, but, but Tennessee should get this victory. Um, New England at Houston. This should be an easy, another get right game yeah. for New England. Kind of get back on track. You know, uh, they're one and three. I think they should be two and three after this one. Yep. yep. Chicago at Las Vegas. I'm going to go Las Vegas. Um, Justin Fields is still going to continue to struggle. I think Vegas has a better squad, uh, especially offensively. Defensively, Chicago might be better. Uh, but I think Las Vegas should get the victory, especially at home. You know, I'm saying Las Vegas to get the victory, but this is a Khalil Mack revenge game. So I don't know how well mm. uh, Derek Carr is going to look at his uh, his old teammate who's always wanted to get a piece of him. You know what I mean? So true, I'm, true. I'm, 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 I might change. I'm, I'm going to leave it for now. If I will let the fans know if I change it, but I'm going to leave it for Las Vegas. Right now. Okay. Cleveland at the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I was going to go L.A., but I'm going to stick with Cleveland because of their defense. Cleveland has been as one of the top ten defenses in the league. So um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Browns here on this one. You know, I just I feel like LA is a complete team, and as poorly as we watched uh, uh, Baker Mayfield play, my goodness, they ran his commercial so hard to try to make you forget that he played <laughs> poorly on Sunday. Like it just he is the reason it's going to hold. They have a great team, and I feel like he's holding them back. They're hiding him behind the running backs, like. Dude, I told you, this dude has more commercials than he, than he does fantasy points this year. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, it, maybe he makes you put that on the front table because the, the high item, high priced items sell better. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? exactly. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go LA, especially if they have to depend on Baker to outduel somebody like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is what people thought Baker Mayfield was going to be. Mm, okay. Um, the G Men at the Cowboys. I think this is easy one. Dallas, all the way here. Dallas, like I said, one of the top. Uh, 10 teams top even top five teams in the in the national football league so cowboys all the way yeah this isn't going to be one of those crazy eli manning games where uh he comes back and they have a chance and a dallas is going to smash yeah you said eli manning in this one he thinks he's going to come back <laughs> Danny giving manning. the double double birds on uh on his show what a joker <laughs> yep uh san francisco at arizona i think this is going to be a good one um if, if trey lance gets a start over jimmy Landry, jimmy garoppolo it's going to be a bloodbath arizona's going to run up the score on this one for sure but i'm going to go arizona even if even if uh jimmy g does play i'll stay i'll stick with arizona even if Jimmy G does play, San Francisco does not have the defense to keep up with uh, what Arizona can do going four deep and having them. This is this sounds like a Rondale Moore game, just so that they can Rondale Moore the San Francisco 49ers and say that they did. Um, this is Arizona. Yep. Oh, I'm going to skip the Sunday night matchup just for a second, old bet. Let's go to Monday night, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Um, 
I think this is kind of an easy one for the ball for the Ravens. They should, they've been kind of struggling. Like you mentioned before, the Baltimore coming up, you know, barely getting the win over Detroit, you know. Um, but I think Baltimore, especially at home, Baltimore should get this victory. I don't know if people have ever been to MT Bank Stadium to watch a football game and not be cheering for the Ravens. I don't know how people win games there. I can't, I couldn't even begin to tell you. Um, it is, it is, uh, it is. It's deep. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's deep out there. Um, <laughs> Yo, Baltimore so, is good, son. Yeah. So, but I, I think I think it'll be tough. Um, and you know, I I'll give them the W. There's no way that the uh, that Carson Wentz is going into Baltimore and getting a W. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the Sunday night matchup, dude. I've been struggling with this back and forth, back and forth. Obviously, my heart wants to go with with Buffalo. But you know, Kansas City is Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is that dude. It's in it's in KC. This is the AFC Championship rematch. You know, can Buffalo kind of get their vengeance? You know, I talked about Buffalo winning the AFC this year and getting over the hump, getting to the Super Bowl. Do they maybe lose this one and get revenge in the AFC title game against KC if that does happen again? Oh man, but you know what? No one circles the wagon quite like the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Bills, baby. I'm going, I'm going <laughs> Buffalo all the way. Chris Sherman out here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Your old bed, who you got? Oh, Jesus. After you said all that, like, I just know that Kansas City has a bad defense. They will be at home. And it's, it's tough for me to pick them because Buffalo seems to be able to, they don't even need to. So we had a, you right, you mad talk about Gabriel Davis a few weeks back. Gabriel Davis has done nothing, <laughs> but they don't need Gabriel Davis doing anything. But Emmanuel Sanders has been playing well. Emmanuel too. Sanders has been playing well. And Cole Beasley could come out here and do some things as well. The running backs are doing well. They don't even use Devin Singletary as much. And I think he got a touchdown and some yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach Moss got a touchdown and some yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll come and hurt you all kinds of ways. And the defense, for KC is so bad. I cannot pick KC. Let's go Buffalo. There, there it is, folks. There it is. Buffalo will get the W. Hopefully, we'll see how that goes. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Before we head out, we talked about in the beginning of the show about Halloween scene coming up. You know what? We were talking about candy, and, and you know, that's where obviously the big thing trick-or-treating. Damn all those families will give out pennies. Y'all should, y'all should just be smacked, okay? <laughs> if you're still giving out pennies to kids these days, just just don't even open your door, okay? If you're giving out candy corn, don't open your door. Oh, my cool Dude, uh, dude, if you're giving out candy corn and pennies, don't open your door. Just stay inside. Don't turn the light on and stop messing with these kids. <laughs> breaking kids' hearts right now, okay? That's what you're doing, ladies and gentlemen. You're breaking uh, kids' hearts. Wait, are they are they giving out candy? Somebody was looking in the window. No, 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 no. They're just jealous. <laughs> They've got FOMO. They... Yep, yep. Anything, anything else before we head out over bed? Nah, man, it's another good one. I'm happy to be alive, be able to see another day. Looking forward to this weekend. Uh, listen, if you haven't picked up Damian Williams, pick him up. Uh, pick up Chris Evans from uh, fancy? Uh, the, yeah, fancy from uh, Cincinnati. I think he'll play way more than some other people. We'll see. Yep, we'll see. I did pick up Damian Williams. Yeah, I didn't need him. 
But they I need them. Out, but I picked my menu just so no one else could. And yes, that's I how know. you and that's how you do fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. You, you get play the guys to win the game. game. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> you pick up the guys you don't need just so no one else picks them up. Exactly. Well, that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Whether you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, we appreciate you. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the WWENT. For all that, I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.